Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me today. I hope today is a wonderful day for you because it certainly is for me. You know, over the many years of the Bible, there were many people who made a huge difference for God, but they didn't shy away from standing up for the truth of God. That's what made them great. Today, in our lives, if we would not shy away from God's truth, but would live in God's truth and see the power of God work, many things would happen. We could see many people know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Our Heavenly Father be with us this day. Guide us, guide my lips, my mind, my heart. May we hear from you, O Lord. I love you. I give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, truth is a big issue in life, and this week, you know, we, we hear a lot of things about truth, and we hear on the news, we're watching the truth and listening to the justice and all these kind of things, and people have their opinions. But you know, the truth is important to know. The truth is important to know in life. You know, we have to be open and honest before God and understand the importance of telling the truth and being honest. And sometimes we jump to judgment. We jump to haste, or someone tells a story, and we believe one side or over the other side. Folks, I'm telling you what, don't rush to judgment about anything. Let evidence of life prove itself. Many people say they're Christians. Well, you'll know them by their fruits. You will know them by what they say and how they act. You know, believing in God's resources are very important. God gives us the resources to help us to make a difference for him. Years Years ago, he gave the world the prophet Elijah. Elijah was a man who made a difference. God used him in a powerful way. Elijah's name means a couple of things. Jehovah is my strength, and the exact Hebrew is, my God is Yahweh. He was a prophet of the Most High God, the creator of the world. Even today, Elijah's testimony continues not only in Christianity, but in other religions. In Judaism, his name is brought up every week in the Handalah ritual. In Islam, he described as a great righteous prophet of God. In the New Testament, Elijah is compared to Jesus and John the Baptist. He was seen as an incredibly righteous man who stood up for the one true God. If you are familiar with 1 Kings, they tell a story of how he proved the God of Baal is being false. He was always defending God versus so many people worshiping the God of Baal. Listen to this story from 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 22 through 29. Then Elijah said to them, I am the only one of the Lord's prophets left, but Baal has 450 prophets. Get two bowls for us. Let Baal's prophets choose one for themselves and let them cut it into pieces and put it on the wood, but not to set fire to it. I will prepare the other bowl and put it on the wood, but not set fire to it. Then you can call on the name of your God and I will call on the name of the Lord, the God who answers The God who answers by fire, he is God. So he was giving them a test. Then all the people said, what you say is good. Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, choose one of the bowls and prepare it first. Since there are so many of you, call on the name of your God, but do not light the fire. So they took the bowl given them and prepared it. Then they called on the name of Baal from morning till noon. Baal, answer us, they shouted, but there was no response to the answer. And they danced around the altar that they had made. 
At noon, Elijah began to taunt them. <laughs> oh, good old Elijah. He began to taunt them, it says. He says, shout louder, he said. Surely he is a god. Perhaps he is deeper in thought or busy in traveling. Maybe he is sleeping, must be awakened. So they shouted louder and sliced themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom, until their blood flowed. Midday passed, and they continued their frantic prophesying until the time of evening sacrifice. But there was no response. No one answered. No one paid attention. Paid attention. Well, there you go. There you saw that part of it. We'll look at the other part of it in just a minute. Because you know what? We in our lives, we just sometimes, we don't put things out there. We don't have the faith to believe. We just don't have the faith to believe. But I'm telling you something, we've got to believe. He was a man of prayer. I'm telling you, Elijah was a man of prayer. You know, he was a a human being as we are, but he prayed earnestly that it would not rain and did not rain on the land for three and a half years. We find that in James. Elijah, through the power of God, raised the dead. And and mind you, it was only through his incredible faith in God that God used him as an instrument to make a difference. No glory to Elijah, but to God. I like how James starts this passage we just read. Elijah was a human being as we are. He was informing the readers that he wasn't a heavenly creature or a supernatural being. He was only a man that was being used by God, his heavenly father. God answered his prayers. Please don't let it rain for three and a half years, and it didn't. We must understand God wants more Elijah's. God wants more of us to have great faith, to make a stand, and to become someone who makes a difference in the lives of others. Believing in the power of the Word of God is vital. Listen to Moses' words in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 16 through 18. He says, Be careful, or you will be enticed to run away and worship other gods and bow down to them. The Lord's anger will burn against you as you will shut up the heavens so that it will not rain and the ground will yield no produce and you will soon perish from the good land the Lord is giving you. Fix these words of mine in your heart and minds. Tie them as symbols of your hands and bind them on your foreheads. You know, I want to take a couple quick points from this, what Moses just learned from God in a journey. The first one is be careful. Be careful about what? About the enemy, Satan. He is out to entice every one of us to fall victim of his schemes, to his ideas, to his subtle ways of changing the world. You don't have to look very long at what's going on in this world and the policies and laws are being handed down and how we've given such a tolerance to sin. Laws are being made to support sin. When we hear the term, we are in the last days, I can believe it. The enemy is encamped in churches, teaching them everything is okay. Do what you want. Live how you want. They have thrown out the truth of God's word for a very vain, empty, feel-good philosophy. And you know what? We've got to stop. We've got to get this together. Keep your eyes on the word of God and what it says. Stay alert. Be close, be wise. You know, Solomon in the Proverbs is full of wisdom, sharing simple truths that direct you where you go. You hear you hear me say a lot from this microphone to make wise decisions, make wise choices. If we're to make a difference, we must live vi- full of vitality for our God and be wise. Be assured of, assured of this. God gives us tools to make it. He gives us incredible word of God. He is their force. He has that together for us. Now let's listen to the second part of First Kings when Elijah, now he gave the gods of Baal their opportunity 
the, the, the guys that were worshiping the gods of Baal, the priests, the opportunity to show them the one true God, but they didn't deliver. And the, here we pick up the rest of the story in verse 30. Then Elijah said to all the people, come here to me. They came to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord, which had been torn down. Elijah took 12 stones, one for each of the tribes descended from Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Your name shall be Israel. With the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he dug a trench around it large enough to hold two seahs of seed. He arranged the wood, cut the bowl into pieces, and laid it on the wood. Then... Uh, then he said to them, fill you four large jars with water and pour it on the offering on the wood. Why did he do that? Well, of course, because it wouldn't burn. And he wanted to show him the power of God, just in case you didn't catch this. Then he says, do it again. So he said, douse it again. Do it a third time. He wanted to douse it a third time. He wanted so much water there, the water ran down around the altar and even filled the trench. That's how much water was put on the sacrifice. At the time of the sacrifice, the prophet Prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed, Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel, and I am your servant, and have all these things at your command. Answer me, Lord, answer me, so these people will know that you, Lord, are God, and you are turning their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and burned up the sacrifice, the wood and the stones and the soil, and also licked up the water in the trench. When all the people saw this, they fell prostrate on the ground. The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Then Elijah commanded them, seize the prophets of Baal. Don't let anyone get away. They seized them. Elijah had them brought down to the Kishon Valley and slaughtered there. And Elijah said to Ahab, go eat and drink, for there is a sound of a heavy rain. And the, and the story goes on. But you know what? What we see here. Is yes, it was kind of scary because here you had 400 versus one. You had a true God versus a made-up God. This world is full of made-up gods, and many times it's, in the, it's called materialism. We are so caught up with the world, with things, with toys, with money, with life, that we don't honor our God. We worship those things. Just look at your checkbook and see what you worship. You know, I'm telling you what, many people in their lives do not honor God. They don't honor God with what they have, what God has blessed them with, with their time, with their energies. I'm telling you what, God wants us to honor him. He wants us to put him first. He wants us to recognize he is almighty God. I hope you're doing that today. Second Timothy 1.7 says, For the Spirit of God gave us does not, excuse me, does not make us timid, but gives us power. It gives us love. It gives us self-discipline. Another translation says, he did not give us a spirit of timidity, but of power. God's power, the power he gave to Elijah, the power he gave to Moses, to the apostle Paul, to all those who call upon his name in faith, believing. You can absolutely be a difference in others' lives when Jesus Christ is first place in yours. Is Jesus Christ first place in your life today? Are you honoring him with your life, with all you have, with all you're about? Do you honor him? Do you keep his Sabbath? Do you keep it holy? Do you honor him with your giving? Do you honor him with your serving others? Do you honor him with your loving others? Do you honor him with your forgiving others? Do you honor him? It's something we all have to think about. And you know what? You don't have to beat yourself over the head. If you're struggling, say, today is a new day, Lord. Today I give my life to you totally. I'm going to serve you 
please help me to grow. Forgive me of my sins. Walk with me and strengthen me in my weaknesses. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.